0: Welcome to Astro Mama, a podcast about deepening connection through the practice of astrology. If you've ever felt lost, wondering what your purpose is in this lifetime, if you are wanting to deepen intimacy in your most cherished relationships, if you are struggling to know the hearts of your children, well, friend, there are insights here. I'm grateful for the space to share them, and I'm so glad you've joined me. Let's begin. and welcome back to the Astro Mama podcast my name is Kate and I'm a mama a doula and an intuitive astrologer uh, and the host of the show and I'm so happy that you've joined me here today Um, I want to start off today just by doing like a little check-in actually because it has been a day (laughs) Um. I imagine that you're all you've all had these over the course of this strange time uh, especially if you're a parent with little ones at home but basically our situation is uh, we have a three-year-old and a nine-month-old and I'm home with them usually but my husband is usually at work but he's home with us now which provides you know opportunities and challenges and um, we do usually rely on grandparents for some help with childcare, which we don't have right now. So it's the four of us together all the time. And everyone is just sort of reaching, reaching peak uh, exhaustion and kind of like, I don't know burnout from (laughs) from this, this whole thing and just, you know, being really tired and having to try and find the energy to keep going and move on and not, (laughs) not lose our minds. Um, yeah, so it was a day, just a lot of challenges and, um, it's always harder to deal with those things when you're having some internal challenges, and that's certainly what I was experiencing today. Um, and it makes a lot of sense, honestly, given the energy that I'm going to talk about in this episode. So, I'll share a little bit more as I go along, but in this episode, I'm actually going to talk about a transit that is, has happened, is happening today. Um... May 5th, and that is the movement of the North Node into Gemini. And the North Node is not um, a conventional planet by any means, so it's likely not something that you've thought about or know too much about unless you really love astrology. But basically the North Node is one of the nodes of the Moon. Um, There's two, the North and the South. And what these points are are basically the points where we would we would notice eclipses happening Um, like that's the physical place of where they are but usually the north node is used in natal chart or birth chart interpretations and it's so super fascinating because it if you subscribe to or, or believe in reincarnation or um, the idea that you your soul has had past lives, the North Node can really give you some insights into what some of those lives could have been or what themes you've experienced before. Um, essentially, the North Node shows you what things you're supposed to be do moving toward in this lifetime what how you're what growth you're supposed to experience um, and the qualities you're meant to grow into and develop in this lifetime and then of course the south node in a natal chart would show you qualities that you're supposed to be letting go of or habits or behaviors or things like that that you are meant to be letting go of and usually when we look at this in a natal chart it's as we move along in our life, we can look at those the things that we're supposed to be letting go of and usually see some things that, oh yes, you know, that bothered me when I was in my 20s or that, oh, that was really hard when I was in my 30s, but I feel like I've let go of those things now. And it's, it's this interpretation of over the course of a lifetime, right? This whole lifetime that you've been given, this whole um, human experience in, in this lifetime here's the qualities that you're meant to be developing here's what you're meant to be letting go and the interesting thing is the things that you're meant to be letting go are usually those things that are coming to you quite naturally um and they're coming to you that way because of past life experiences and so this is where you can gain insights into like what you might have been doing in a past life Um, So if that's something you are really interested in, then I would definitely encourage you to reach out and potentially book a reading. But today, I want to talk about the North Nodes movement as it relates to all of us, the collective, because this is a transit, so this is a seasonal experience, an energetic experience, a shift in energy that we're all going to be experiencing. Um... I think I may have mentioned in the last episode that April, this Taurus season, has us experiencing quite a few big transits. Not every season is like this and thankfully (laughs) in Gemini season we will get a bit of a rest from some of these big ones but this is quite a big one. Uh, This transit is happening now And this energy is gonna continue and we won't see another North Node, you know, transit into a different sign until twenty twenty two. So for the next two years, we've got some collective uh growth (laughs) that we're so we are meant to be working on. And sometimes you'll hear Natalie the North Node qualities as uh, described as our karma the, the the karma that we've got going on what we're supposed to be doing and so when we think about the North Node as a collective shift as a tr- the transit, I really do believe that that it's showing us our collective karma it's it's significant in that way in that. it's not necessarily about what collectively our past life was because of course all of us are coming from different (laughs) past lives and that's uh, experiences that kind of happen generationally but when we think about collective karma it's the concept that every action has a reaction and every choice we make has results and consequences on an individual level, of course, and on a collective level. So we know and we can see <laughs> in the day to day what we're experiencing right now is the result of actions we've taken collectively, humanly. What we are going to experience in the future will be the direct result of how we choose to move forward. Um, creating creating our karmic situations really so the question is if the north nodes movement collectively is an expression of our collective karma what are we all meant to be learning right now what is the lesson in this you know two-year period um that we're meant to be learning and we can look to where the North Node's positioned for these next two years to see to see what qualities we're supposed to be developing collectively and the North Node being in Gemini is significant because Gemini is about is about communication uh, communication and learning so it's funny because we usually think of Gemini as um, someone who likes to talk a lot, <laughs> likes to share a lot of information, and learn all different things, and share, and 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 be together with people. And there is a togetherness. There's a togetherness to this energy, but the the real core of this, you know, movement into Gemini is actually about listening. Collectively, we have this important skill that we need to be building of active, um, deep listening. Each of us is energetically unique in our astrology. Yet, We are all impacted by the energy of the moment. We experience what many astrologers call seasons as the sun moves through the signs. My guide for Taurus season is available now for free when you subscribe to my email newsletter. This guide was written to help you work with the energy of Taurus and includes a variety of tools and recommended practices to encourage awareness of your experience. You can subscribe and get the guide via the show notes of this episode. And in order to do this, part of this lesson is letting go of self-righteousness. The idea that, you know, we are always right or we are on the right side of this social issue or um, (laughs) we are better because we are more enter whatever political value you have like better because we're more liberally minded we're better because we're more conservative like whatever is making you feel self-righteousness wherever you have a tendency to think that way or communicate that way we are meant to be letting go of that because more than ever what's needed in these in this you know new time that we're all entering into is connection and that sort of self righteous thinking and and behavior is really the antithesis of of connecting connection and what the north node in Gemini is asking us you know really challenging us to do is to be open open-minded um, kind compassionate and you know to learn to to listen more deeply there's this there's this sense of needing to listen from a place of real curiosity because think about your conversations that you have on a daily basis you know how many how how often are you in a conversation and not you know like you're listening but you're also thinking about the next thing you're going to say or your mind drifts to something else or you you know ask a question but you don't really care so much about the answer like we all engage in conversations like that sometimes um sometimes more often than not and whether it's on a personal level or, you know, a work level or a broader level, like a conversation with a stranger, learning to listen deeply and ask questions from genuine curio- curiosity and also ask questions from a place of trust. Uh, and what I mean by that is. Trusting that that per, that the answer is going to be the true the truth the answer of that person is their truth. Um, sometimes I feel like we <laughs> I definitely do this. I will engage in conversation and ask a question, but it's like I've already formulated the answer for that person, and if they don't give that answer then it's just not right or true or you maybe dismiss it in my mind and so it's again in cultivating this genuine openness this open-mindedness to whatever response is coming forth and knowing that that whatever response that is coming forth is true is the truth um that's hard, <laughs> it's hard sometimes, and I find it the most hard. I think these lessons honestly right now feel um feel hard as I relate them to just my 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 closest relationship with my partner. I do this all the time. I ask him a question. You know with a with a set expectation for an answer or we engage in a conversation and I it's my way (laughs) has to be the right way Um, but this energy is asking us to step back you know and if we can do that on those on those personal in those personal relationships in the day-to-day and of course that's where we start right because that's what we have right now (laughs) is relationships with people or even relationships with animals our pets if if we're alone or you know I'm gonna go out on, on, an, on another another limb here and and say relationships with plants because you know the number of um, pe- people right now that I, I know that are starting gardens and are cultivating just this new and extremely deep relationship with plants and and sort of listening to the plant world is amazing Um, and so you know if you don't have people with you day to day perhaps you have pets or perhaps you have plants and how can we listen more deeply to all of these living beings um, and and use that whatever relationships we have to practice to cultivate this openness this pure openness so that over the course of the next two years as we move into a you know quote unquote new normal or whatever it is as we inevitably move back to being in relationship with others to having relationship with strangers that we can really be compassionate and really um and, and be in the highest form of communication and relationships uh, I think that on a large scale this can lead to much better much much better social action social activism um, better governance coming from a place where we are truly listening we know how to truly listen leaders know how to truly listen and and people know how to truly openly communicate with each other um it's such an important lesson to learn so that's what this north node is really encouraging us to do and uh there's um a teacher a professor writer writer Y'all probably, you probably know Brene Brown. Yeah, you probably know Brene Brown. (laughs) Very famous, Brene Brown. um, In one of her most recent books, I believe it was in Dare to Lead, she defined something that I think is super useful, super, super useful in this learning to, to listen more deeply. And the way she phrases it, I love and so her, her little um, way of describing this better listening, more active, more more deep listening, is rumbling. We have to be willing to rumble. Um, gosh, it sounds like we're like getting ready to be in West Side Story, but but rumble. We have to because a rumble is uncomfortable, and it's like there's movement in it, and and it's like this energetic thing but we can't move forward without we really cannot move forward without understanding each other better here and so here's what she has to say on her uh, site currently about the rumble she says a rumble is a discussion conversation or meeting defined by a commitment to lean into vulnerability i'm just going to pause there to lean into vulnerability, that's essential, that's an essential component of this, because if we, it's like we are putting a protect shield on ourselves if we are always thinking that we're right, um, because what if we're wrong? Ooh, that hurts, that's, it's vulnerable to be wrong, it's vulnerable to fall, you know, to fall on your face and admit that you were not correct um but it's beautiful and also vulnerable to just admit that you don't know to just say like i i don't know what what this person's thinking but i'm open to whatever or i don't actually know what the correct thing is and i'm open to hearing all opinions (laughs) So, yes, defined by a commitment to lean into vulnerability. She says to stay curious and generous, to stick with the messy middle of problem identification and solving, to take a break and circle back when necessary. I love part two, <laughs> to circle back and to take a break and circle back when necessary. Isn't that so applicable? That's so applicable to these these micro experiences when, you know, we're we're arguing about something silly with our partner. Or our friend, and to just be able to trust and step back and be like, you know what? I I don't know. I don't know who's right. Let's just take a break. (laughs) We'll come back to this when we need to, or if we need to. Um, And then she says, to be fearless in owning our parts. And as psychologist Harriet Lerner teaches, to listen with the same passion with which we want to be heard. And I think that's my favorite part because so often we're coming from a place of wanting to be heard um, I know as, as a mom so often so often I'm coming from a place of wanting to be like seen I want to be seen for the amount of effort and the amount of work and everything I feel like I put into every day and I approach a conversation as if my partner has ne- had, just has no idea, <laughs> just couldn't possibly understand and see me. So I'm just, you know, kind of sabotaging it from the get go. It's this the assumptions and the things we bring to it, and really entering a rumble this rumbling in a fair way is entering with openness with an open heart with an open mind without expectations Um, but also with that deep understanding of how deeply we want to be heard and seen because when we recognize that and when we recognize that that is a genuine human desire that everyone has everyone wants to be heard that deeply as passionately as we are then I think that brings an, a, a new level of respect for entering into the conversation. So we have to be brave enough to rumble a little bit in this season. We have to be brave enough to, to get into the rumbling. Um, and it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time to learn to be that vulnerable, and it's going to take some time to practice this skill. But that's the beauty of the North Node Transit is that it's, it's, you know, it's a long one. It's two years. We've got some time to really practice. Um, and there's no better time to start than now, really. <laughs> Have you ever wondered if your partner is your soulmate? Or are you searching for your soulmate right now? A partnership reading can help shed light on the harmonious aspects of partnership as well as areas where there may be tension and conflict. Not only does this light help us better understand, it can help us problem-solve and help us enter into a more conscious, aligned partnership. Though I don't believe there's a perfect astrological match for us all, I do subscribe to the idea that we can know our partners and love them better by knowing their astrology you can book a partnership reading via the link in the show notes of this episode (laughs) Um, i think when we think about astrology often it's about like we often think about inner work and how can i be a better individual and how can i know myself better and you know, me included. I'm a bit of a inner work and personal development chick. I just... I... I yearn to know myself better, always. But I've also had conversations with friends where... we We kind of muse, you know, muse out loud and say... I... You know, when do we stop? Like, when... <laughs> when when is this when is enough enough because really you could just be doing it forever and in in a sense perhaps that's what we should be doing on a small level but with astrology there's beautiful larger scale collective transits that are our bigger picture are important to look at too like where is our place in the bigger picture in the collective in the world, on our planet, what can we be doing to be furthering humanity during this lifetime, during this small piece of, of time that we get to be on this earth in this particular physical body, um, with these specific lessons collectively that we're all be that we're all working on together? Isn't that a beautiful piece of it? I think that's a beautiful piece of it, right there. Is that? we are all here together to be working on this this thing together you know these lessons together and that's exactly what's meant to be happening and we get to do this together we don't have to do it alone i think that's one of the most beautiful things about it is we we don't have to do it alone and this is the core of community building um the the rumbling the learning to listen better is the underpinning of good community building and i really do believe as much as we are all separated right now that there has been some crazy awesome community building going on in the in the digital space mostly and then we need to consider how we can continue that momentum and continue and move that into the physical world in the next while as we transition back back or forward I would rather say as we transition forward into a new way of being together in the world um, and underpin our rebuilding with better deep listening really that's that's one of the important things now later this week I wanted to touch on this in this episode too later this week we are gonna be going into some full moon energy and it's a wild one (laughs) the full moon is in Scorpio this month which is intense um, the full moon has, has a real intensity to it to begin with. It is full light. It is, you know, there's nothing you can hide <laughs> during a full moon. And with the full moon in Scorpio, it's the energy of the stuff you usually hide. It's It's the things that make you uncomfortable, um, literally today so let me think what yes so i'm you know chatting with you here i'm recording this on monday and scorpio full moon begins uh it's the full moon is on thursday so we are about three days out and that means that the energy has already started so this makes so much sense i literally was feeling like i could just jump out of my skin this afternoon i was so irritated all day long I was feeling the most intense self-doubts though for the past few days I've had so much clarity I felt like I was really moving in a positive direction and then today it was just like the lowest frequency my energy was just vibing and that self-doubt is something that comes with um my Aries energy unfortunately uh, or fortunately you know it's something I am meant to 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 run with in my life but that was just vibing today and it just I felt I just felt so uncomfortable and so irritable and of course that led to very poor listening skills <laughs> and projecting my own assumptions onto onto my partner um Now, that is not to say that that is completely blamable on the full moon energy, and I want to be clear that I do not subscribe to, you know, blame it on the full moon or blame it on the Mercury retrograde. No, We (laughs) we have something very beautiful in this life, and that is agency. Um... And so, I'm certainly not blaming <laughs> my actions on any of this, but I can say that they were my actions were impacted. What happens when the, these energies, these intense energies come in, like a full moon or even a retrograde, is that we have a choice. We have a choice to be in the lower frequency of our, our um, constitution or the higher frequency of our constitution and... these, something like this full moon and Scorpio, it's really uncomfortable. If we're not prepared to, you know, face that discomfort, we can find ourselves in the lower frequency. And that's where I found myself today. And so I wanted to just touch on this because I want to say that, you know, as this energy of, of you know, being, being better humans, really, um, being better for, to each other, being good to each other is just starting there's also this full moon that's just can feel like it's throwing you completely off off of your own path really because this whole Taurus season we're cultivating groundedness we're getting grounded we're being slow methodical lots of self-care sensual experiences and then suddenly what it can feel like right now is just like the polar opposite (laughs) like you're just you know if you were if you were doing a no alcohol month, this might be the time where you really want to you really want to have a glass of wine. Um, that's just the kind of energy that the full moon Scorpio can bring, and so you want to be aware of it. Um, because what ha- can happen too is, and this is what was absolutely happening to me today as I <laughs> read these words from my tourist season guide. There's a, a tendency. With this full moon in Scorpio to shrink back into yourself to just like feel like you're regressing um, or just want to like curl up inside yourself and hide and not continue on on a path that you've that you've gone on so try to stay present try to listen try to be open-minded try to keep your heart open If you practice yoga or meditation, any sort of heart opening, chest opening, compassion building practices would be very beneficial during this full moon. To help us stay open, to help us continue asking good questions, and to just keep us slowly trucking along on this, you know, being a better human path being better to each other huh <sighs> okay we can do it we can get through there's also an amount of creativity that comes at the full moon in Scorpio so if you want to lean into that then perhaps try and do it with a friend that way you get to practice some active listening at the same time that would be that would be neat i think that is where i'm going to leave it for today if you have any questions or ideas or things you're wondering about please do feel free to reach out actually if you follow me on instagram you'll know that I'm going to be hosting a live Q&A on the full moon on Thursday on IGTV. And I would love, love, love to have you send your questions my way. So you can feel free to email them to me at hello at katemurrayfirth.com or you can DM me on Instagram. You'll see there i have been posting and asking for your questions. So send those and I'll answer them on IGTV on Thursday. Next time, um, we're going to continue a little bit on this whole path of communication because the energy moving into, as we move into Gemini season and planets planets are, are moving through Gemini right now, there's a lot of energy about communication. There's just more to learn. There's more to integrate in this season. And next week, we've got Mercury moving into Gemini. And we're going to chat a little bit about that because we've got communication in the communication sign. The communication planet in the communication sign. What does that mean? What do we have to be aware of? Next week, I will chat a little bit about that. So, thank you very, very much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it useful. If you did, please subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Uh, and leave a review if you're enjoying it. Please leave a review, it makes all the difference for me. You can find me on Instagram at katemurrayfirth.astrology. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time.